It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French. Straight from Paris. I want to start the show with a question for you this time. How is the communication between you and your partner? That's what I want to know. How is the communication between you and your partner? And I actually, I posted this very question on our social media that you can find at therendezvousshow.com. And here are the results. 60% of you said it could be better. <laughs> and 40% of you said great, which I think I was expecting worse. But uh, I think, you know, it's, it's a pretty good amount of number. 40% said it's great communication with the new guys. So, but that's the most important thing. No communication, no evolution in the love story. And that's for sure. If you don't know how to communicate, though, and you need my help, hey, call me. 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship for me, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Darlene. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. How can I help you tonight? So I have a question about this relationship that I'm in. Um, my boyfriend's a really great guy. Our lives are extremely compatible. We like all the same things and we're having a lot of fun. But he's a lot older than me. He's 21 years older than me. Okay. And it didn't really seem like a problem before. But recently, um, there was a party that I, want, I wanted to go to one of my friend's birthdays. And I didn't really want him to go. And eventually, I made an excuse and we didn't have to go. Because I, I was, like, embarrassed about the age difference. And I don't know if this is, like, a red flag. I don't know if that means I want to be with someone younger. I'm not sure how I feel about mm. it. Uh, but I felt really guilty. Interesting. You said guilty. You were guilty to be seen with a man 21 years older than you. I felt guilty about not telling him how I felt. And I felt a little maybe embarrassed. I don't know. I mean, I love him and I love our lives together. Um, but I didn't know how, you know, my friends, they're all my age. I didn't know how. I, I was worried about being judged. I see. How old are you, darling? I just turned 30. 13 is 51. I see. Yeah. Um, let's go to your intuition because, you know, women have a magic tool called intuition. And so let me ask you this and go to your intuition for answer. Do you think this man is the man of your life? Since I'm not saying yes, yes, for sure. But he's, but you know what's weird, Simon? He's absolutely everything I've asked for in a partner like all the things i've been wanting he's all uh -huh. of those things darling you got to answer the question though in your intuition do you think he's the man of your life maybe no maybe no okay so now that you know that because your intuition will never lie to you never betray you you know never stray on you it's the, the way to find the truth so here's what i think i think you still need him for now I think he's bringing you a lot of maybe stability, maybe maturity, whatever it is. I'm not judging. I'm all about age difference if that works. But it's the first red flag. It will be more. And at one point, very soon, I'm sure, it will be time to become friends with this gentleman and find somebody of your own world, I would say. <gasps> Thank you, Simon. You, you are welcome. Uh, and take your time, okay? Okay. Thank you for calling and bonsoir. Bonsoir. Talking about finding somebody of your own world or of your own kind, do you remember the movie The Jungle Book? I mean, there is a lesson 
for every relationship to remember. Let's talk about the Jungle Book next on The Rendezvous. Just curious, have you seen the movie, the cartoon from Walt Disney, it's wonderful, called The Jungle Book? Also, there was a movie, of course, there's a book from Kipling's The Jungle Book. Basically, this little boy Mowgli is, is found in the jungle, and the panther Bagheera is there, there's Baloo the bear, there is the tiger. Anyway, he goes through a whole, like, ordeal and adventure to go from, you know, deep in the jungle back to the village. And when he gets to the village, I don't know if you remember that scene, he sees a little girl who has a pot of water on her head. And the little girl has a crush on Mowgli, and Mowgli has a crush on her. And then Baloo is trying to convince Mowgli to stay in the jungle because he loves this little, like, man-cub. And then Bagheera, the panther, says he has to go back to his own kind. He found his own kind. Well, let's, let's talk about that next. How do you apply this when it comes to relationships? That's next on The Rendezvous. So if you've seen the movie The Jungle Book uh, from Kipling's and there's a beautiful Walt Disney story, at the end, so Mowgli's little boy sees that little girl on the other side of the river and this little girl has a little pot of water on her head and then Bagheera the panther says to Baloo the bear, he found somebody of his own kind from his village. And what I mean by that, and that's the lesson for relationships, you've got to find somebody of your own kind who understands you, who gets you, you get them too, who immediately understands how you know you function. And it's a mix of so many things culturally. It's a mix of, it could be language. It could be, there's no limitation to what the own kind means. But with your partner, if you don't think you found your own kind, it's going to be difficult. That's all. And I think that's the lesson of the Jungle Book. At the end of the adventure, Mowgli finds love in his village and has a huge crush. And that's what I hope for all of us. Anyway, you call the next 855-905-8255. That's the number of the rendezvous if you want to share a romantic story. Nadine, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nadine. Comment ça va? Ça va bien, et tu? Ça va très bien. I'm good. Uh, You have a romantic story, I believe, you want to share with me tonight. I do. I have the story of uh, how I got engaged. Oh, I want to hear this. Congrats. Go ahead. Okay, um, my boyfriend and I had this silly little game that we used to play, that we still play, where we do everyday tasks as if we're magicians, Mm -hmm. you know, doing all the movements and things, you know, the ta-da and all that. And it's just very silly, and we call it everyday magic. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I walk into the, up to the breakfast table one day, and there's this uh, sheet covering uh, something on the table, and it says, there's a little note on it that says pull. So I whipped off the little sheet that was on top, and there was a box. It was engraved, and it said, you make everyday magic. Oh. And I opened the box, and there was a ring inside, and he comes around the corner, and he gets down on his knee and proposes. Oh, so how did that make you feel? Oh, my gosh. It was just so amazing. <laughs> because he... He just incorporated the little game that we play into just making me feel so special and so happy. And <laughs> he made me laugh and cry at the same time. It was just just the most perfect thing. How quick did you say yes between all these emotions of crying and, and, and laughing? <laughs> uh, I it took a minute because I was jumping up and down and screaming and crying and laughing and everything all at once because it was funny and romantic and sweet and just 
I will keep that box forever because he does make everyday magic for wow. me too. Listen, well said, Nadine. I'm so happy. Congratulations to you guys, to you, and and thank you for sharing that story. You know, this is inspiring. This all this love and and these good vibes yeah. in the universe. So thank you so much for sharing that and have a good night. Bonsoir. Thank you. Bonsoir. Ooh, this is going to be an important email. I just got an email. Somebody is very confused about the behavior of her boyfriend and needs my help. That is coming up next. If you have a question for me but you can't call in for any reason, email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what is going on with Janine and her boyfriend? Janine says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Janine. My boyfriend moved back to his hometown a couple of months ago. Everyone in my town knows that we are together, but his friends from his hometown have no idea who I am because he actually asks me to step out of the picture when he Snapchats his mm. friends. I asked him why he doesn't tell his friends about us, and he said they don't talk about relationships when they're together. Why would he be keeping me a secret? That's the question, Janine. Why would somebody you're dating would want to keep you as a secret? I'm going to tell you why next on The Rendezvous. What would you say to Janine, who just emailed me, if you found that Janine's boyfriend doesn't want his friends to know she exists? And actually, when he Snapchats his friends, he asks Janine to step out of the picture so no one will know about her, right? And so they don't know about the relationship. And Janine is asking me, why would he be keeping me a secret? Because... He doesn't want anyone else to know he has a girlfriend and he may have somebody else. That is why when you are kept in the shadow as a secret, it's because he has a reason, an interest, a benefit in his life for somebody else to do not know you exist. And I don't think you should stay in a relationship when you are in the shadow or the secret of somebody. Unless that's what you want. And then I'm not judging. But since you emailed me, Janine, my advice to you is... Don't ask anymore why he does that. Ask yourself, why would I want to stay with a man who wants to keep me a secret? And then you decide what to do, Janine. Okay? Good luck to you. Be strong and be good to you. Follow your intuition. You call the next 855-905-8255. You have a question for me? Call me at 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Aaron. Bonjour. Uh, I do have a question. Okay, go ahead. Um, so 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 I've been I've been dating this girl for about six months and um she feels that we should uh be sharing passwords on our phone. Like uh you know, I, I have my phone locked. Um but she thinks she should have the password to it and, and she'll give me hers and that, you know, why not? There's nothing to hide. But I think, you know, it should be a private thing. I mean, well, I don't wanna go through her phone. Um, you know, but she thinks she should have the password for my phone, for Facebook and everything, it doesn't make sense to me. I think it should be a private thing. I'm not doing anything weird or suspicious. You know, why can't that just be a private aspect of my life is what I think, you know. Um, I understand. Let me ask you this difficult question. Man to man, mano yeah. a mano, if we open your phone right now, would we find anything, nude picture from the past, uh, text message from an ex, from the past, that would be embarrassing to you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, t to be honest, like, 
I don't delete anything from my phone. It's full of old stuff. So there probably is some old things in there, you know, to be honest. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So um, here's what I think would be a good compromise. I would say to your girlfriend, I said, listen, um, maybe the best way is when you have a doubt about anything, then I can open the phone in front of you. And and then you tell her there's stuff from the past never deleted, you know, and it's nobody's business. So I don't want to give you my password because of that. I want to see you communication with your exes either or whatever. That's all in the past. But if in the future you have any doubt about anything, uh, about somebody on Facebook or about somebody on Instagram or communication, I will open the phone there in front of you. Uh, and, yeah. th- and therefore, she will feel comfortable that you have nothing to hide for the present time. And you know what? We all have a past. We all have a history that is nobody's business. And I feel what we are entitled to is to know what's gone on since we've been dating and not so much before. So I would do this compromise. You think it's a good compromise to you too? Yeah, I think that makes sense to me. It seems fair. All right. Well, you can tell you called the show and that's my advice. She can call me too if she wants to. And I think compromise, everybody's to feel comfortable. The privacy and what we share. And that's a good compromise, okay? All right, thanks, Simon. You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night, Aaron. You too. Talking of privacy, if you're in a relationship, even if you're married, do you think it's healthy to keep some stuff from the past or even present, private and secret, and not share with your partner? Let's talk about that next. Do you think it's healthy if you're married or if you're in a committed relationship that you and your partner do keep secrets from each other, from the past, maybe from different things? Do you think it's healthy to have a private part in life. And mostly, you know, it could be about today, it could be about other things, just the right of privacy. Do you believe in it or not? So the pros, which I believe in, is that all of us have a past, all of us have exes, all of us have things with the family that maybe we don't want to share ever. I don't think we should share everything. I think we should have the right to share, you know, let's say 85%, 90%, but all have a right for 10% of privacy, such as how many people we've had intimacy with, the ulala. That's nobody's business. We shouldn't have to answer that. So that's the pros of having the privacy right respected. The con of keeping all the secrets, I'm going to tell you what effects it has on your relationship next. So I'm just wondering, you know, do you believe if you're married or in, in a relationship should you have the right of privacy, the right to keep secrets from each other? I mean, mostly secrets from the past. I don't mean like secrets like having a lover's or boyfriend like or cheating. No, I mean to not say everything all the time to your partner. I'm in favor to keep 10% of what we know for ourselves because not everything should be shared. Not every emotion should be shared and not every story from the past should be shared. Trust me. Don't make that mistake. Starting by, no one should ever answer the question of how many we've had ulala with. For instance, the con of that is if you're insecure, if you've had a bad experience in the past, I know you may feel, well, I want to know everything because somebody lied to me and I don't want to be lied again. But think of this. You have your intuition. You have your feeling about your partner. Without trust, there is no way to grow the tree of love. So trust more and doubt less. That's my philosophy on this. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Laurie. What's going on? Bonjour, Simon. So I have been with my husband for 10 years. 
we dated for five years before we got married, and mm-hmm. my mother-in-law has never liked me. And I know everybody says that, but <laughs> I go out of my way constantly to win her over, and it's been exhausting. Some of my friends say maybe take a girl's trip with her or go to the spa, just you and her, and don't invite anybody else and just squash it, or forget about it. You're never going to win her over, and it's just like beating my head against a wall. So Mm -hmm. I'm just at a loss. I can't ask my husband because it's kind of too close to home for him, and I don't feel like the problem is with him. I think it's just with her and I, and I don't know what to do. Well, there's some good news that you called me, and I think I have a kind of a solution. You see, Laurie, I disagree with you. It is your husband's problem, and he has to tell his mom to be nice to you or at least respectful. Um, No one has ever said we have to get along with the in-laws. We have to respect them. They have to respect us. That's it. The rest, it's your husband's mother. He has to deal with and say, Mom, it's my wife. Therefore, show respect and be nice. You can't change somebody because it takes two to tango. So I don't think you should go to any spa or or field trip with your mother-in-law. Waste of time. Because I think that unless you show that's enough, then nothing will change. And all you can do is avoid her. I would tell my husband, I said, listen, when she disrespects me, she disrespects us as a couple. And you can't let that happen. Just tell your mom, that is enough, mom. And another thing I think you could do Laurie, is to stay as far as possible from her and don't mind her, really. Life is too short to spend a whole lifetime fighting your mother-in-law. Yeah, thanks, Simon. I feel much better about the situation now because I am so exhausted. Oh, yes, please don't. I don't want to try so hard anymore. That's it. No mas, no more. Good luck to you. Be strong and you're free from now on, from tonight, from the mother-in-law nightmare. Thank you. So sleep well and have a good night. You too, Simon. Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. Thank you very, very much for tuning in tonight. And I'm saying that every night because I never, never take you for granted. I never take for granted that you're going to tune in. I never take for granted that the show is going to be good enough for you. And so thank you very, very much for reaching out to me tonight, listening to me. And also I want to thank you for sharing some of the most wonderful love story. I hear ever on this show. And I'm a romantic. I was raised by two parents that are very romantic and married 54 years. And when I hear a positive story that is like spread in the universe through this show, I think we did something good. So thank you for that. Another thing before I go, if you want to be part of this show but in a longer version for your time with me, reach out to our producers, therendezvousshow.com, and be part of my podcast, La Confession. So check it out, La Confession, Finding on my website, therendezvousshow.com. Merci beaucoup et bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.